Hello, this is y'all talk with a southern accent, and we're all about the South each and every Monday through Friday, delivering a full two hours and then some of Southern goodness. I'm John Rawl, and we are here on the last day of the work week. Boy, you have earned everything this week. You you hopefully will have a big weekend to kind of kick back and. Maybe if you haven't had a chance to listen to every Y'all show this week, let me remind you, Y'all can be accessed on one of those smartphones. If you got an iPhone, look for that purple icon that says podcast and search for Y'all show and golly, Y'all will pop up free of charge and you can subscribe free of charge and let the phone do the hard work and it will be right there. In case you miss any of our show on a terrestrial radio station, we love our radio stations, but sometimes we get distracted. We can't. You can't rewind if it's on a radio station and you're listening to it in real time. You, you, unless you're super smart, you, you can't pause our broadcast over the airwaves. But we offer it through podcast forms in addition to our great radio stations that talk about y'all each Monday through Friday. Coming up on this Friday edition of Y'all, in the next segment, we're going to focus on the Final Four as Auburn, Virginia, and Texas Tech are all bound for Minneapolis for the Final Four of college basketball. We will also let you know about women's college basketball. It's our college sports spotlight coming up in the next segment. Also, what's going on in college baseball this weekend, what are the some some of the top 25 series of college baseball across the Southland? We have that coming up. Then we're not done with the sports talk here in this first hour. Our friend Jason Nall will be on with the Southern Golf Report. Jason is the executive director of the Southern States Junior Classics. He will specifically come on and talk about what happened this week at the Augusta National Women's Amateur. They played two rounds. They had a cut yesterday. They're practicing at Augusta National today, and then tomorrow, Saturday, they will actually have some of the best women amateurs in the world participate in the first women's tournament ever held at Augusta National Golf Club. Jason's going to talk about it. He'll give us some of the insight on some of the competitors. This will be televised on NBC Sports on Saturday afternoon. We are excited, and again, if you want to tune in, great, but this is a great reminder that this is golf's epicenter over the next couple of days because after the women's amateur you have the drive chip and putt contest on sunday at augusta national and then you got practice rounds for the masters next week you got the par three contest which is always fun and then the masters is next weekend and jason will be on throughout a couple of days next week getting us ready for the masters so we are excited about golf in the south the y'all.com southern golf report coming up at the end of this hour hour two we started off with some great music from david lee murphy like we always do that's kind of our tradition you know on fridays but we found the only song that i can think of that has to do with basketball and it's by my number one artist i love steve warner steve warner is awesome country music star grand Ole opry member but not a superstar should have been but unfortunately for Steve, there were a lot of other artists that sold a lot more records. But he had 14 number one songs in his career, and he's still going. And back in the 80s, he had a song called Fast Break. And we're going to play that at the start of Hour 2. It's a basketball song as we celebrate basketball this Final Four weekend. 
Then we'll have hashtag hullabaloo. Always fun. No telling what we're going to find there. And we close out this week's show with a look at the movies hitting theaters this weekend and a look at some football news, some Major League Baseball contest, and DW, boogity, boogity, boogity. Daryl Waltrip is going to retire from the broadcast booth of NASCAR. We'll let you know about that and where the boys of NASCAR are racing this weekend. All that in hour two. Hey, sounds like a darn good show, does it not? You betcha. Boogity, boogity, boogity. All right, looking at what's going on in the Southland, we start out in Opelousas, Louisiana, as authorities there in South Louisiana are investigating a string of suspicious fires at three black churches that have happened all in the last couple of days. Now, this is, from the look of it, a very disturbing story coming from Louisiana because it's happened a couple of different times. The fire marshal of the local parish saint landry parish said it's not clear whether the fires are connected and the marshal declined to go into specifics of what the investigation has yielded but so far described the blazes as suspicious okay but a couple of fires there going on in south louisiana i think it's been three churches all with black congregations and the spokesperson went on to say that all possibilities on the calls and potential motives are being investigated. It could be bad elect- electrical fires. It could be maybe a lightning storm. It could be just pure mischief that have caused these fires and more to come. The first fire occurred, it occurred back on March 26th at the St. Mary Baptist Church in Port Bar in Louisiana. And now there's been two others. So we'll keep an eye on the suspicious fires going on in Opelousas, Louisiana, and in that area of South Louisiana. Now, Stacey Abrams lost her bid for governor of Georgia, and she's still not conceding defeat, even though the election was held in November. She's still claiming that the Republicans stole the election in Georgia. And she was at an event on Wednesday in New York City saying she refuses to concede the race to Brian Kemp and, again, accuses the GOP of stealing the election. Her direct quote, was despite the final tally and the inauguration of Brian Kemp and the situation we find ourselves in, I do have a very affirmative statement to make. We won. She told that to the annual convention of Al Sharpton's National Action Network. She says that she lost to Kemp by more than 54,000 votes, but she's repeatedly refused to concede the outcome. Uh... Stacy, you, you might you might want to you might want to concede. However, now there's talk that she might be running for president, and fifty four thousand votes for for this woman who is black, a woman, and gay, to nearly win the governor's seat in the state of Georgia has to be alarming. If you're a conservative, it has to be alarming that someone that meets the profile now i know she's smart and she's got experience and she's very savvy with the gift of gab remember she delivered the response to president trump's state of the union address she's not getting over it for sure speaking of president trump he has nominated herman kane to the federal reserve now kane who's been living in georgia was a, once a presidential contender, Mr. 999. Y'all remember that? I'm a little surprised he didn't run back in 2016, but he did not. But President Trump nominated 
Kane to the Federal Reserve Board's Board of Governors, and we'll see what happened there. This is a another developing story, but he ran for president against Mitt Romney and lost that bid. But remember, he's the guy that ran a pizza company, and we'll find out how he does if he is indeed confirmed and this indeed happens. Herman Kane. I wonder if he's still going to do some of his talk show stuff. He's my competition on the radio airwaves. Nah, not really. I think a lot of his stations stopped carrying him uh, from what I can remember. But Mr. Kane, perhaps on the Federal Reserve in the future. The mayor of Ocala, Florida, is facing backlash over a proclamation for Confederate Memorial Day. Now, this is something that the mayor had been doing for many, many years, Mayor Kent Gwynn. And now, in 2019, for whatever reason, at least one member of the city council, Mary Sue Rich, is furious that he would issue a proclamation for Confederate Memorial Day, which is on April 26th. That is the date set aside in Ocala, Florida, and the north end of Florida. And she went on, this Miss Rich went on to assume and and she she says that she thinks that he might be a member of the Ku Klux Klan, and the mayor was quick to shoot that down. He he put out a statement that said, "I am not repeat not in the KKK. I never have been. I never will be. And I despite and hate. I despise and hate everything that the organization stands for." And he also pointed out that he had made this proclamations several times before and never had any negative feedback. So he did the right thing. I just hope he doesn't kind of kowtow and next year doesn't issue a simple proclamation. That's all this is for Ocala, Florida's Confederate Memorial Day, April 26, later this month. A humanist group is objecting to Mississippi's new license plates that have the seal of Mississippi. And on that seal at the bottom, below the eagle, it has the phrase, in God we trust. And now this humanist group is objecting to the new license plates. And this group includes atheists and agnostics, and they are objecting to this phrase. They sent a letter to the state's revenue commissioner and to the attorney general of Mississippi, demanding that Mississippi that the state either set a new standard license plate design without a religious phrase or allow people to get another plate design without paying an extra fee. The association says it could sue Mississippi if the changes are not made. And again, Mississippi just came out in the last couple of months with a new standard license plate. It's been on sale since January and the center of it has the seal. It's, it's really kind of a, and I'm a nerd about this kind of stuff. It's really not a pretty license plate. Mississippi, you should have done a lot better on this thing. For one reason, it's got a gold background. And when I think of Mississippi, I don't think of gold. Okay, so that's problem number one. And and the second thing, it's just a simple seal of the state. It, it's not even creative whatsoever. And the seal is off-centered because Mississippi added another digit on their license plate. They have like letter, 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 number, 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 number. Four numbers, I think is what it is now. Where in the past, the great state of Mississippi only had three and three. So that is part of the reason, I guess, the seal is off-centered when you get behind a car from Mississippi and you say, that, that, that license plate looks a little crooked to me. Well, it was made that way. And if this humanist group has their way, you're not going to see any more of them. I think Mississippi needs to go back to the drawing board, just come out with a lot better looking license plate, frankly. But I think the state will concede and at least offer the humanist group 
a chance to get other license plates free of charge and not have to pay a premium fee. Remember, just like every other southern state, Mississippi's probably got like 200 choices of vanity plates that you can get. And some of them are really cool. In fact, one of the big sellers in Mississippi are NASCAR plates. And the goofy thing about those NASCAR plates is they don't actually have the sponsor or even the race car driver. They're kind of like in the same color scheme of the NASCAR driver, but they are not necessarily directly endorsing that driver. Does that make sense? And you see a lot. In fact, this is something that is complete speculation, but somebody told me this, and I think they might have even been in law enforcement, and other states may have NASCAR-themed license plates offered to the general public. But I was told that some certain gangs use those NASCAR plates to represent their gang. Uh, could be, could be, could be. Maybe that's why I saw so many when I lived in the great and sovereign state of Mississippi. But maybe a change coming to the license plate if the humanist group has their way well folks in mississippi and all along the gulf coast and even on the atlantic coast they get a little nervous here as we get closer to the start of hurricane season and we now know the names of 2019's hurricanes and i hate to tell you this because i hope i never have to mention a single one of these darn things when the season begins in the atlantic on june 1st and it lasts through november the name storms for 2019 are you ready The first one is Andrea, followed by Barry. And remember, these rotate between male and female names. So Andrea, Barry, Chantal, Dorian, Aaron, Fernand, Gabriel, Humberto, Amelda with an I, Jerry, Karen with a K, Lorenzo, Melissa, Nestor, Olga, Pablo, Rebecca, Sebastian, Tanya, Van, Wendy. I guess they're not expecting anything beyond Wendy. No hurricane starts with an X, Y, or Z. I think they actually start back from scratch if that happens. I think. But that's your list of storms for the 2019 hurricane season. Again, it starts officially on June 1st. So be on the lookout as we get closer to the start of June, especially when you make your vacation plans. If you want to go to the beach starting in June, that's one of the negatives. I know that's the peak time to hit the beach, even whether you're going on the Atlantic or the Gulf Coast, but we can have storms early in June. Now, speaking of Mother Nature, about 500 people witnessed a meteor. Did y'all know that we had a meteor on Thursday? You had to get up early. But about 500 people in eight southern states reported seeing a slow and bright fireball around 6.50 a.m. Eastern Time. And most reports to the American Meteor Society came from the Carolinas. The group says it also received reports from Alabama, Florida, Georgia, Kentucky, Tennessee, and the Commonwealth of Virginia. Reports indicate the meteor traveled west to east, ending its flight east of Ivanhoe. Uh, I have not heard of Ivanhoe a Meteor, but yeah, sure enough, nearly a half a thousand, 500 people reporting a meteor across the southern sky early Thursday morning. What are y'all doing looking at the sky that time of day? You should be either staying inside, getting ready for school or work, or, or maybe driving down the road, not looking up at the sky. But this thing must have been really, really noticeable to have 500 people report that they saw something like that. 
Now to Mississippi and Brandon, authorities there were quick to arrest a man who posted a video of himself driving 180 miles per hour on a suburban road there in the Rankin County area. And the undersheriff of Rankin County, Mississippi, Raymond Duke, says deputies arrested 38-year-old Bo Allen Rogel of Brandon on Monday after he posted this video on YouTube. Old Brandon was proud, uh, uh, rather, Bo was proud there in Brandon of his fact that he drove 180 miles per hour. What was he driving? Was he driving one of them souped-up NASCARs around Rankin County? I don't know, but boy, what a what a bozo to then put it out on YouTube. He was charged with reckless driving and being a convicted felon in possession of a weapon. And his wife, Christina Ann Rogel, was arrested and charged with disorderly conduct and resisting arrest. I'd love to have been a fly on the wall when the cops showed up there. Duke says she tried to block deputies from executing a warrant and lied about Bo Rogel's whereabouts only to have him drive up as deputy search. Bad timing there, Bo driving up i wonder if he was going 180 when he pulled in the driveway but yeah he was driving a ford mustang i didn't know a stang would go nearly 200 miles per hour but if you if you have a mustang and you want to go fast you might have the right car for such a decision all right finally here in a feel-good story on this friday to georgia we go and an elementary school there celebrated a janitor's 80th birthday this week and it was for hayes mabry it happened at the Pike County Elementary School, and the school surrounded the janitor with cards, songs, and some even gave hugs in honor of his birthday. And they put a video out on TV and on YouTube, on Facebook, and more. And the clip was posted by the school's PTO, and it showed the hall's line with people as they sang happy birthday to this 80-year-old, the janitor, at the Pike County Elementary School in the great state of Georgia. The man of the hour emerged on the clip to cheers and applause and was greeted as students went and walked through the school there with him. He's an Army veteran, and this school has about 800 students there, and he was just blown away. And someone wrote, Mr. Hayes, you are my sunshine. What a darn good story. Great job there by the school just in in Georgia there at Pike County, celebrating this longtime janitor and his 80th birthday. Mr. Babry, happy belated birthday to you, sir. Well, that is what's going on in Dixie here on this Friday. When we come back, we will switch from the news to the sports news. Final Four is on our mind, plus college baseball. It's our college sports spotlight on a Friday, and it's up next on Y'all. Opportunity doesn't really knock. It pops up, barges in, or runs by at 100 miles an hour. That's why Vistaprint is getting you ready to grab it with both hands. Head to Vistaprint.com right now and get up to 40% off postcards, invitations, banners, everything you need to market your business. And as a bonus, save up to 50% on every business card we make. So grab this opportunity to get up to 50% on business cards and up to 40% off everything else at Vistaprint.com. Just use promo code SALE40. That's Vistaprint.com, promo code SALE40. Oh, fresh powder. I'll get the skis. Ugh, I can't. Winter nasal congestion. Is it A, cold, B, sinus pressure, C, allergies? I'm not sure. For all of the above, the answer is D, Allegra D, a maximum strength decongestant plus a powerful non-drowsy antihistamine for 24 hours of relief. Feel better? (sighs) 
Yep. Feel like racing? <laughs> hey, wait. This winter, the answer is Allegra D. Look for Allegra D at the pharmacy counter. Use as directed. Credit products are issued by WebBank. Member FDIC rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Offer valid for loan products 90 days after today. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. How do I feel? Awesome. Like a huge weight has been lifted off my shoulders. Hundreds of thousands of people are discovering the relief of a fixed-rate debt consolidation loan through Avant. I paid off all my credit cards, and now I just have one easy monthly payment with Avant. And I don't have to worry about the rates going up. Avant offers you access to unsecured debt consolidation loans from $2,000 to $35,000. When I saw Avant was accredited by the Better Business Bureau, I knew that was the company for me. Do you know how good it feels to only worry about one monthly payment? Experience the relief of a debt consolidation loan through Avant. Plus, get a free $50 Amazon gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and get this free offer, go to Avant.com and enter code 5252 when applying. Avant.com code 5252. That's Avant.com code 5252. Guns up, guns up, guns up. Welcome back. It's y'all talk with a southern accent here in our college spotlight on Fridays. I'm John Rawl, and yes, the Texas Tech Red Raiders are bound for Minneapolis. It's the Final Four this weekend. Tech, alongside Virginia and Auburn from the south, go up against Michigan State. It's going to be a great weekend of college basketball. And speaking of the Red Raiders from Lubbock, congrats to Chris Beard, who has coached this team to the Final Four He was named AP's Coach of the Year. A great feat for this Georgia native winning the AP's Top Coaching Award this week. And Texas Tech also has a a player that is mourning the loss of the rapper Hustle. Now, Hustle was killed out in California the other day, but it turns out that Brandon Francis actually knew this rapper Nipsey Hustle. And that's because... They got to meet when this native of another country, I guess, befriended him as Hustle Francis, who's from the Dominican Republic. He first came to the U.S. and he met Hustle five or either five or six years ago. Francis's father, Bob, works in the music industry as a brand ambassador and worked with Hustle for about 10 years. So that's the connection there. Even though he was from the Dominican Republic and played college basketball, he actually knew this rapper who was gunned down in a murder in Los Angeles the other day, Nipsey Hussle. So, you know, Brandon Francis has kind of that on the back of his mind heading into this weekend's Final Four. Kentucky will not be at the Final Four this year, but they're trying to beef up their roster for 2020. And they've landed a commitment from Bucknell graduate transfer Nate Sestina. And he is one of the more sought-after graduate transfers available this spring and he announced his decision to become a kentucky wildcat on twitter this week he is a six foot nine power forward and he averaged 15.8 points and eight and a half rebounds last season all at this patriot league school bucknell but now jumping into the sec so we wish this young man all the best a graduate transfer coming to uk all right more college basketball news this from the houston cougars as they have inked Kelvin Sampson, their head coach, to a contract extension, and he's going to remain with UH through the 2024-2025 season. 
and the New Deal will pay Kelvin Sampson $18 million over the next six seasons. That, according to ESPN's Sam Kahn Jr., Sampson had been the primary candidate for the Arkansas job opening once the Razorbacks fired Mike Anderson a few weeks ago, but I don't think they've hired anybody there in Fayetteville. So Sampson is going to be around Houston for a while. Did a great job this year. He's 63 years old, and he took over Houston back in 2014 and has led the Cougs to two NCAA tournament appearances in five seasons. This year, UH was 33-4, and and it was great to see them back in the Sweet 16. Remember, Houston in the early 80s was one of the best college basketball programs anywhere with NBA talent all over the place. And Houston back in the national picture from a college basketball standpoint this year. Now, Sampson's been all over the place. He was at Indiana. He was at Oklahoma. And he got in trouble at all those schools for off-the-court issues. And hopefully he will stay clean in Houston. And he should now that he knows he's got a big contract and will be, at least if he wants to, head coach of Houston for another couple of seasons with an $18 million check ultimately coming his way not a bad payday now final four it all gets underway on saturday afternoon slash evening depending on where you are 609 first tip that's the eastern time 509 central auburn and virginia from minneapolis u.s bank stadium and then the late game on saturday the michigan state spartans and the texas tech red raiders get together in a semifinal contest and then on monday the winners advance to the national championship game this game tips off on cbs at 9 Eastern, 8 Central. And we'll have a full report on the matchup, but we'll have a full report on the winner on Tuesday's Y'all Show. You don't want to miss that. But college basketball, good stuff, and and we'll have it right here on the Y'all Show. Now, to women's college basketball and the Lady Vols, want to talk to Missouri State's head coach, Kelly Harper, about their coaching vacancy in Knoxville. As Tennessee recently fired Holly Warlick, and she had a 172-67 and 67 record in seven seasons. But Tennessee, just not the team that it was under Pat Summit. And now, Kelly Harper, who played at UT from 1995 to 1999 and had a great run in the Sweet 16 with the Missouri State Bears, perhaps could end up being the head coach of UT. So more to come on this developing story from Springfield, Missouri. But a, a Vol for life, perhaps going to go back and, and coach the Tennessee Vols and see if the decision is made to hire kelly harper now what's going on with the women's college basketball that are in the final four it gets underway today as they're playing in tampa and the first game tonight will be the baylor bears and the oregon ducks that game tips off at seven eastern six central on espn2 and then the late game tonight notre dame and yukon real heavyweights of women's college basketball is the late game that should tip around nine eastern eight central also on ESPN2, the Women's College Basketball National Championship game will be from Tampa late Sunday evening. So check that out. That will be on ESPN if you want to tune in that. Now to college baseball, and here is your lineup of top 25 action going on this weekend from the Southern perspective. And the SEC, boy, a top five matchup at Foley Field. Vanderbilt and Georgia are on the diamond this weekend. Texas Tech's in the top 25. They host the KU Rock Chalk Jayhawks this weekend. West Virginia's at Oklahoma State. The Arkansas Razorbacks and Auburn have a series. Their game on Thursday, which was supposed to be game one, got postponed because of some rain 
on the Plains, that game being made up. But Auburn and Arkansas on the diamond this weekend. Texas and Baylor, they have a series this weekend. Louisville will be at Clemson. Mississippi State is on Rocky Top to take on the Tennessee Vols. The Coastal Carolina Chanticleers will be all the way at the South Alabama Jags for a series this weekend. Texas A&M will be at the box as LSU hosts the Aggies this weekend. Also, TCU and Oklahoma get together in Norman. The North Carolina Tar Heels take on Danny Hall and the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets from Atlanta this weekend. And the East Carolina Pirates in the American, they go to Houston to visit the Houston Cougars. And finally, in the SEC, a top 25 matchup, the Gators of the University of Florida take on Mike Bianco and the Rebel Land Sharks of Mississippi. That's your college baseball spread. What all is going on this weekend in college baseball? Now to college football, and the TCU Horn Frogs have canceled their spring game. All this because of injuries and limited depth. As Gary Patterson told reporters this week, the decision, as he says that half of the 85 scholarship players this spring are practicing and just kind of made this decision that he had hoped to host a spring game, but not going to happen because of all the injuries. No Horn Frog spring game. I'm okay with that. Uh, if you've seen any of these spring games lately, some of them are really stupid and they don't even call, they shouldn't even call it a game. I, I don't know what they are, but TCU, no spring game, but it is a great opportunity for the fans to, to have something football related this time of year. Now, our last college sports story here for the week comes from Death Valley, Clemson, South Carolina, as the Clemson Tiger football team just got their national title rings and they have on the side of the ring best ever. And that's because Clemson was a perfect 15 and 0, the first team in modern history to ever go 15 and 0 on the gridiron and these are big honking rings the sides of the ring show the score of the national championship game a 44-16 triumph for clemson with the phrases eye of the tiger and heart of a champion on the other side it says best ever and a tribute to that 15 and an O record and again very gaudy but when you're the best ever you can have a big gaudy ring in fact i saw a picture of Dabo sweeney wearing one of these things along with his other national championship rings he's got three now he's got two for clemson winning national championships and remember he won one as a player at the university of alabama Dabo sweeney a championship as a player and a champion coaching the clemson tigers not a bad deal And that is your college sports report here on a Friday. Well, we're not done talking sports. When we come back, we're going to turn from the gridiron to the fairway as we'll have Jason Nall stop by with the y'all.com Southern Golf Report. Big news out of Augusta, Georgia. We have the complete report coming from Jason. After the break, you're listening to Y'all with John Rawls. And caller number nine for $1 million. Rita, complete this quote. Life is like a box of... Oh, I know this one. Chocolates. Uh, you're cutting out, Rita. We need your answer. Uh, oh my goodness. Life is like a box of chocolates. Uh... Oh, sorry. That's not what we were looking for. On to caller number 10. Bad network got you glitched out of luck? Switch to Boost Mobile's super reliable, super fast nationwide network and get four lines, each with unlimited gigs, for just $100 a month. Plus, get four free phones. 
Boost makes it easy to switch. Switching makes it easy to save. Offer ends 4 First line is $100 a month. Lines 2 to 4 free. Requires one line to port in. Video stream set up to 480p+. User get up to 500 gigabits per second. Gaming get up to 2 megabits per second. Data deprioritization during congestion. Free phones require port in. Coverage and offers not available everywhere. Restrictions apply. See dealer for details. Prescription products require an online physician consultation and are only available if the physician determines a prescription is appropriate. See website for full details. Hey guys, good news. The outrageously expensive little blue pill is now generic, which means you can get the prescription medication to treat ED at affordable prices. And Hems makes it extra affordable. Right now, get your first month supply for free. All you pay is just $5 for your medical consultation when you go to 4hems.com slash play. After that, it's just 30 bucks for a month's supply. Sure beats paying big bucks for just one blue pill, doesn't it? Plus, you won't need an awkward in-person doctor's appointment to get the prescription. Hims has doctors online who can prescribe the medication, and a pharmacy sends it right to your door. It's affordable, private, and incredibly easy. Nobody likes dealing with ED. Now, thanks to Hims, nobody has to. And that's really good news. To get your first order for just five bucks, you need to go to this exclusive address, 4hems.com slash play. That's 4hems.com slash play for your first month for just five bucks. 4hems.com slash play. Four! Straight down the middle. It went straight down the middle. Then it started to hook just a wee, wee bit And that's when my caddy lost sight of it That little white pellet has never been found to this day But it went straight down the middle Like they say Whack down the fairway It went smack down the fairway the Y'all Show Friday edition continues, and we take you to the links now for the official golf report of the South. This is the Y'all Show and the Y'all.com Southern Golf Report. We welcome in Jason Nall, Executive Director of the Southern State Junior Classics, and he's going to talk about all kind of cool tournament stuff going on this weekend. Hello, Jason. What do you say, John? How are you, man? We are good, and we are so glad that you could join us here as we have a huge weekend this weekend, and then can I make up a word, an even huger weekend (laughs) next weekend? Huge. Just huge. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like it. But where do we want to start? Because we had history made here this week, and we have the first ever women's amateur at Augusta National. Is that where we should start? Why not? Why not? Yeah, so uh, remind the their- remind the feet people who aren't into golf, kind of what's happened real quick, and then who's on the leaderboard heading into the championship on Saturday. Sure, uh, the Masters Committee and Augusta National Golf Club uh, created uh, a premier women's amateur event called the Augusta National Women's Amateur. 2019 is the first year it's contested, and the top 72 amateurs from around the world were invited to play uh, two rounds in Augusta, Georgia. And then there was a cut after the second round. All the participants, all 72, will be able to play a practice round at Augusta National. And then on Saturday for the final round, the top 30 who survived the cut will play uh, the National, the same courses the men have played all these years, the uh, famed Augusta National for the final round on Saturday on NBC. 
Now, did I not see that in order to play on Saturday on NBC, they only took the 10 golfers? Is that what you just said? 30, top 30. Oh, okay. Well, did I see something where there was a playoff and they had like 11 players contending in an extra round or something on that on Thursday? Yeah, there was a... um there was a playoff on Thursday afternoon for the 30th spot. So there were several ties for 30th. I don't think uh, there was 11, but there okay. were several. And they all played for the, to land on exactly 30, which will play, made the cut and will play the final round at Augusta National. All right. Well, Jason, tell us, if you can, about any of our Southern connections that are in this 30 competing at Augusta National on Saturday. Well, the um, it really uh, – and this first ever Augusta National Women's Amateur, the uh, the cream absolutely rose to the top. Uh, just no doubt about it. The um, leader is Jennifer Cupcho from Wake Forest University. She's a senior. She was the 2018 NCAA Individual Champion. Uh, so won the Individual Championship uh, for Division One last year. She's got a one-shot lead over Maria Fazi from Mexico, who is a senior at the University of Arkansas, Woo Pig. And she is the 2018 Annika Award winner. When the Annika Award went to the overall player of the year in college women's college golf last year, she won that. So those are your first and second uh, place through two rounds uh, leaders. And it's really the, the, just the cream of the crop. Two great college players, very accomplished, will be uh, on the LPGA Tour next year. So All right, well, kind of reminder today today friday it's a practice round then on saturday is the final round of this three-round tournament in augusta national jason who is the youngest player that we should be watching for that made the cut Uh, probably rose zang uh she's from california she's 15 years old she is the um the low junior in the event and uh she was last year's junior PGA champion. Uh, very good player. She's even par for the tournament and just four shots back. So keep an eye on Rose. All right. Well, again, it's the Augusta National Women's Amateur. They played the first two rounds at another golf course in Augusta, and now they move the final round to Saturday. It'll be televised on NBC and History Made. If you just can't wait till next week to watch the Masters, well, this round on Saturday will be at Augusta National and you don't have to wait any longer. You can see just how well the course looks and how the ladies do out there. The young ladies, I assume, out there participating. And there are some LPGA stars that are in this women's amateur, I guess, participating in some way, shape, or form. What do you know about that? Uh, they're ambassadors of the event. They're, they're there to uh, represent um, – they were both great college golfers and, and accomplished professionals, Annika Sorenstam and uh, Nancy Lopez. And they're this, there to uh, – to uh, just bring bring uh, more uh, prestige, bring more attention to the event, and uh, and uh, just to be there to be around these these amateurs, these great amateurs who are competing for the first time uh, in the Augusta Women's uh, Augusta National Women's Amateur. Yeah, well, as a guy who uh, you know half of our audience out there they are either men or boys, Jason. Should they get jealous of what's going on there this weekend? Because this is a women's amateur. There is no boys amateur or men's amateur at Augusta National. Now, of course, men can participate in the Augusta National at the Masters and such. But do you see Augusta National doing something a little extra special for boys and or men at some point? Uh, No, they already do. They have for years. So the the men's amateur, uh, the men's uh, 
USGA Amateur Champion receives an invite to the Masters each year. Okay. And and the um, Men's Public Champion receives an invite to the Masters each year. So there's there's ways for, for very accomplished men to, to get there. Now, maybe not 30 of them, as there are that have made the cut and will get to play here. Uh, but, you know, I think this is just a – a way to to open up the the gates of Augusta National and 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 be even more inclusive, which they everybody knows they've made on their own time and on their own time frame, and at their pace, um, they've made some moves to be very very much uh, more inclusive than in the past, and this is just another step. Uh, one of the things, again, I mentioned it last week, and I'll mention it again this Sunday the 7th of, of April on the Golf Channel. You can watch the Drive Chip and Putt National Championship, both boys and girls, uh, putting on 18 green at Augusta National for a national championship in the Drive Chip and Putt. And uh, keep an eye on Sarah M. and L. Reisner, two of our great Southern States Junior Classics players who will be competing on the Golf Channel at Augusta National in the Drive Chip and Putt on Sunday morning. So, you know, just a lot going on with this now, which has become a two-weeks week of the masters a big celebration of golf men women juniors it's just uh incredible it's 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 our super bowl it's our uh daytona 500 you know? <laughs> <laughs> we, we got it we got you here speaking of that southern states we are visiting with the executive director of the southern states junior classics jason Nall here in our southern golf report and when we wrap today with you jason i'm gonna have you plug what you all have going on in the memphis area this actual weekend but before we get to that point i understand there's some good news on the lpga front when it comes to dixie golfers yeah sure is uh so the, the lpga has a huge weekend this weekend as well with their first major of the year the a and a inspiration um and atop the leaderboard in first place position is Allie McDonald from uh, Fulton, Mississippi, and she's the uh, the most accomplished junior golfer to ever, a uh, female junior golfer for sure, to ever come out of the state of Mississippi. She was an All-American at Mississippi State University, has yet to break through on the LPGA Tour, uh, but after day one, she's leading a major, and right behind her is Lexi Thompson from Florida, who is uh, one of the top five players in the world and has won several majors in many LPGA Tours, so uh, a couple of Americans, a couple of Southern Americans up high on the leaderboard <laughs> early in the LPGA. That's what we like to hear. Hell State and hello to everybody in Itawamba County, Mississippi, the hometown of the number one leader there going into Friday's action in that women's major. Where is that tournament right now? Uh, it's in California. Okay. It's, uh, it's a, uh, used to be called the Dinah Shore Classic for many, many years. It's the Dinah Shore Tournament Course in uh, Mission Hills Country Club in California. Oh, okay. All right. I think that's the one around Palm Beach or uh, not Palm, Palm yes. Desert or something like that. And I remember a couple years ago, that same golf course, they were going to make them cut down trees or something along the fairway because they thought it was, uh, uh, it wasn't good for the community to block off the golf course. And if you're on the golf course, do you really want to see people's backyards? Kind of a crazy deal there if I have the right golf course in mind. Where will the fellas be this weekend, Jason? Well, they're at the Valspar. Uh, they're in Texas, and they're getting – this is their final dance rehearsal before the uh, big dance next week in the Masters. Uh, they just kicked it off this weekend. We've got uh, Siwoo Kim from Korea with a two-shot lead in the event after after just one day, but right behind him is Ricky Fowler 
Tennessee Scott Stalling, Texas's Jordan Spieth, all the big American names are, are right there in the mix. So it's too early to tell, but everybody's trying to get their game just right, get everything just honed in for Masters Week next week. And if you could pick up a big check on the way, why not do it? <laughs> hey, speaking of Jordan Spieth, Jason, we love talking golf, but we really like talking gossip with you here on the Y'all Show Southern Golf Report. How about the news that came out this week? with country star Jake Owen, who attended Jordan Spieth's wedding a few months ago, and a guy named Phil Mickelson was also at the wedding, and Jake Owen had a little something smart to say about what happened the day before when Mickelson and Tiger Woods had that crazy tournament where people had to pay like 30 bucks to watch it, and it wasn't very exciting golf. Tell us about that. Well, Jake Owen uh, had a few adult beverages there at, at Jordan Spieth's wedding and had you know, a couple pounds of liquid courage and walked over to Phil Mickelson uh, and said, Phil, you owe me $30, buddy. That was the most boring <laughs> display of golf I've ever seen. Oh, and by the way, when you tell the story, you can't use the same language they did. Other than that, keep going. Oh, I can't? No. <laughs> anyway, a few F-bombs were dropped and Phil uh, reeled out a, uh, a choking wad of $100 bills out of his pocket and peeled one off to uh, – Mr. Owen and uh, said, hey, buddy, I won 9,000 of those yesterday. Uh, I can give you one. I hope that covers your uh, pay-per-view experience. <laughs> you did a good job of cleaning that up. <laughs> and, yeah, and he won, what was it, $9 million on that crazy thing that he and Tiger yeah. Woods went at each other? He did. He won $9 million, and it was a pillow fight in golf terms. Uh it was uh, a couple of guys that weren't in their best form, and and maybe maybe this was done twenty years too late. But uh, <laughs> at any rate, it was a Friday after Thanksgiving, and um, you know it was something to, something to watch. But besides those rivalry football games, and so a lot of people tuned in. Yep, and uh, obviously Jake Owen, who was a former golfer <laughs> at Florida State, so he is a very good golfer. He's often on the uh, proams. He didn't uh, particularly like watching that round of golf, obviously. All right, Jason, what do you have going on in the Memphis weekend this weekend with the Southern States Junior Classics? Well, we've got our uh, our second event of the year, our second regional championship for 2019 in the Mid-South Masters. Uh, we'll be at Quail Ridge Golf Course in Bartlett, Tennessee. We're going to uh, fight the weather. It looks like a little bit this weekend, but... Uh, uh, I feel uh, I'm very hopeful we will get all 36 holes in, um, and we've got some we've got some good players. We've got some um, some some players to watch. Our our leaderboard is live scoring and updated on ssjrclassic.com. So uh, if you want to follow the juniors this weekend, uh, take a look at it. I'll tell you a couple to watch. Watch Trinity Beth. She's a she's a great junior golfer from Kentucky coming into Memphis and playing up in the older girls division. Um, keep an eye on Tyler Watts from Alabama. He's the 2018 player of the year and he will be in the boys 11 and 12 division. A couple of, a couple of great young players there, uh, coming in from out of state to play in Memphis that, uh, I know will, uh, will be, uh, very tough outs in their age divisions. All right, the website for people to go to, ssjrclassics.com, and track it there in the Bluff City and in Memphis this weekend, the Southern Golf Report with Jason Nall. Thank you, sir. And again, next week, we're going to make you work extra hard. you got to come on more than one day at the end of the next week and help us get ready for the Masters. How does that sound? 
yeah we'll do a, we'll do a preview and then we'll uh we'll talk about it after the first round that sounds great to me all right we'll book you there jason Nall with the southern states junior classics well that will conclude hour one of today's y'all show hang on to your fairway when we come back in hour two we've got a special country music song that's got to do with the sport of basketball you're not going to believe this one plus we've got hashtag hullabaloo an update on major league baseball the new movies hitting theaters this weekend so much coming your way in hour two of today the y'all show with the general john rawls stay tuned opportunity doesn't really knock it pops up barges in or runs by at 100 miles an hour that's why vistaprint is getting you ready to grab it with both hands head to vistaprint.com right now and get up to 40 percent off postcards invitations banners everything you need to market your business And as a bonus, save up to 50% on every business card we make. So grab this opportunity to get up to 50% on business cards and up to 40% off everything else at vistaprint.com. Just use promo code SALE40. That's vistaprint.com, promo code SALE40. Credit products are issued by WebBank. Member FDIC rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Offer valid for loan products 90 days after today. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. How do I feel? Awesome. Like a huge weight has been lifted off my shoulders. Hundreds of thousands of people are discovering the relief of a fixed-rate debt consolidation loan through Avant. I paid off all my credit cards, and now I just have one easy monthly payment with Avant. And I don't have to worry about the rates going up. Avant offers you access to unsecured debt consolidation loans from $2,000 to $35,000. When I saw Avant was accredited by the Better Business Bureau, I knew that was the company for me. Do you know how good it feels to only worry about one monthly payment? Experience the relief of a debt consolidation loan through Avant. Plus, get a free $50 Amazon gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and get this free offer, go to Avant.com and enter code 5252 when applying. Avant.com code 5252. That's Avant.com code 5252. Oh, fresh powder. I'll get the skis. Ugh, I can't. Winter nasal congestion. Is it A, cold, B, sinus pressure, C, allergies? I'm not sure. For all of the above, the answer is D, Allegra D, a maximum strength decongestant plus a powerful non-drowsy antihistamine for 24 hours of relief. Feel better? (sighs) Yep. Feel like racing? (laughs) Hey, wait. This winter, the answer is Allegra D. Look for Allegra D at the pharmacy counter. Use as directed. Friday is here. It is y'all. We are all about the South, and we're all about having a good time when we get to Friday, and David Lee Murphy helps us with that. She couldn't keep from crying when she told me goodbye. But I knew the Lord, it was breaking her heart that she was breaking mine. So for the sake of her feelings and the sake of my pride, I told her not to worry about me. So I'm sitting here soaking up the neon lights, misery looking for some company. And tonight I'm looking for a party crowd, slamming back and laughing out loud with the smoke so thick, the blues can't hang around. With the jukebox jumping like it just don't care If they're dancing over here or fighting over there I'm making the rounds Looking for a party crowd It'll dawn on me tomorrow 
hicks my truck So take my keys and lock them up tight Let the good times flow And I worry about tomorrow when it comes to light The night's still young And I'm on the road tonight I'm looking for a party cry Slamming them back And laughing out loud where the smoke's so thick The blues can't hang around With the jukebox jumping like they just don't care If they're dancing over here Or fighting over there I'm making the rounds Looking for a party Yes, and tonight I'm looking for a party crowd Slamming them back and laughing out loud Where the smoke's so thick the blues can't hang around Y'all help me, help me sing Oh, come on now Jumping like it just don't care If they're dancing over here Or fighting over there I'm making the rounds Looking for a party crowd Hey, we want you to be singing now Roll that window down, let the whole neighborhood hear you Crowd slamming them back And laughing out loud where the smoke's so big The blues can't hang around Oh yeah, we do it every Friday, it's our tradition Little party crowd David, Lee, Murphy Wow what a way to do it every Friday here on the Y'all Show with a little party crowd. We've got another DLM tune coming at you. And hang on in just a few minutes. We're going to play the only song that I am aware of that was written with the sport of basketball in mind. And it's from my favorite artist in the entire world. But this is not a hit song. This was an album track from the 80s. We'll have that since March Madness, the epicenter of March Madness is this weekend in Minneapolis, the Final Four. That's coming up in a few, but right now, David Lee Murphy continues his Friday tradition of songs on the Y'all Show with Dust on the Bottle. Trio Williams, they lived down a dirt road. He made homemade wine like nobody I know. Dropped by one Friday night and said, can you help me, Creole? I got a little girl waiting on me and I, I want to trade her right. He said, I got what you need, son, as we step down in the cellar. He reached through the cobweb as he turned on the light. He said, there might be a little dust on the bottom, but don't let it fool you about what's inside. A little dust on the bottle It's one of those things that gets sweeter with time You were sitting in the porch swing as I pulled up the driveway My old heart was racing as you climbed inside You stayed over there close as we drove down to the lake road Watched the sun fade in that big red sky I reached under the front seat and said, now here's something special. It's just been waiting for a night like tonight. Dust 
song going back to the 1990s for Mr. David Lee and Dust on the Bottle. Well, it's a big weekend. If you like college basketball, this is the weekend and Monday too, because it's national championship time for all of the round ballers out there. And here on the Y'all Show, we've been giving you a lot of college basketball talk over the last few weeks with March Madness and the conference tournaments and such. Very excited about it. But once college basketball kind of takes a back seat, well, we won't be talking about it as much. We'll be having a lot more football and some college baseball talk here on the All Show, mixed in with other sports. But I just want you to know we are not going to we're not going to be like the ESPNs of the world, even Fox Sports, and talk NBA nonstop. That's all those son of a guns do. That's not what we do here on the Y'all Show. But this weekend, especially knowing that we've got three of the four teams in the Final Four from the South, Texas Tech, you got the Virginia Cavaliers and War Eagle, the Auburn Tigers are vying for their first national championship in basketball. Now that makes for a great weekend. And again, these games start Saturday afternoon, Saturday evening, and then the national championship game is on Monday. Now, we here on the Y'all Show in this hour on Friday, we always have a, a trio of great songs. And last Friday, since it was the first Friday of the start of Major League Baseball, we played Center Field from John Fogarty, a standard in baseball. You can't go to a ballpark and not hear that great song. Even though he's from California, we kind of consider him an honorary Southerner because of his work in the eh, Southern rock sphere. That was last Friday. This Friday, since it's our last weekend and Monday of college basketball, it got me to thinking. There is only one song that I have ever heard of that has to do with the sport of basketball. That, that It's a song that's got lyrics to it, at least. I know there's something called Round Ball Rock. That was the theme for NBC Sports back when they had the NBA but there is one song by the guy that is my number one artist, period. End of story, full stop. Steve Warner, W-A-R-I-N-E-R, in case you want to Google this. Steve Warner has been my favorite country music singer since I can remember. 
I have had a chance to meet him. He is awesome, but he is not a household name. Steve is a native of Noblesville, Indiana. He's a Yankee, for goodness sakes. Why would I like a Yankee? Well, his parents came from Kentucky, and Steve is a diehard Kentucky Wildcat fan, so much that the other day when the SEC tournament was in Nashville, I saw Steve tweet out a photo of him at a UK game in the tournament. And I think they lost that game, by the way. Steve, you're not good news for UK this year. But he is a huge basketball fan. He's a tall guy. Again, he grew up just outside of Indianapolis and then was a UK fan. So those are two states that love basketball. And Steve loves basketball. He also loves to pick a guitar. He's one of the best guitarists out there. He got his own model of Takamini guitars. He is a CGP, as Chet Atkins bestowed that certified guitar player honor on him before his death and he's a heck of a singer and let me brag on steve warner steve noel warner he was born on christmas day december 25th is his birthday steve warner's highlights include he's won four grammy awards he's charted over 50 billboard singles he's a member of the grand Ole opry I didn't know this. He's a member of the Kentucky Music Hall of Fame. You know, there's a chance he might have been born in Kentucky now that I think about it. He's had 14 number one songs in country music. Steve Warner is the guy. He's awesome. And he lives south of Nashville in Williamson County. He still tours a little bit. It's the one thing, Steve, you got to do a little bit more of. I think he has like two or three dates a year that he tours. But past that, you don't see him on the road that much. He's on the Grand Ole Opry a good bit but beyond that eh, he, he he doesn't tour for whatever crazy reason steve is now 64 years old the great steve warner born on christmas day 1954 and like i said he has got so much talent it's crazy it's ridiculous how talented he is well he put that talent to work back in the 1980s with a album track from the album it's a crazy world now this is a cd and at that time a record that had four number one singles all four songs from this album uh, let me count it up now only three went to the radio so he had three singles from this it's a crazy world all three went to number one small town girl the weekend probably the most famous steve warner song and linda all from the album it's a crazy world out in 1987 well, if you're lucky enough to have a copy of that record, you might be familiar with the next song that we're about to play. It's called Fast Break. And again, this is the only song that I have ever heard of that has something to do with the sport of basketball. <laughs> I mean, it's hard to write a song about basketball, but that's exactly what Fast Break is. Steve co-wrote this song. He, he didn't have the full writing credit on this thing jimmy bowen produced the record and let's get our basketball mike our mindset on hoops now when we hear this album track from the album it's a crazy world it's fast break which is a move in basketball in case you haven't played basketball lately it's where you rush down the court after you get the possession of the ball and you try to get a, a quick score and if you hear this song and pay attention you'll hear some of the great basketball related references a very creative song written by Steve and John Hall, the co-writer on Fast Break. Enjoy it. It's basketball's biggest weekend, at least for college fans. And here is Mr. Basketball fan and UK fan Steve Warner to sing this song. Enjoy. Hoop it up. Thought I was playing in the big leagues. 
what you got I never dreamed I'd have to guard someone so hard From the 1987 album, It's a Crazy World. No, that didn't make it onto the charts. It was not a single, just an album track, but it's called Fast Break. Steve Warner is the co-writer, Steve Warner the singer, and a fun basketball-related song for this basketball fan, Steve Warner. And perhaps some of you out there might be Hoops fans, too. And we wish you a great weekend of watching March Madness's Final Four. Again, we have three representatives from Dixie in Minneapolis for the festivities and i bet you somewhere throughout the weekend steve warner is going to be tuning in and maybe he'll even get his song played on cbs if he's lucky they should play it it should be the theme song for all college basketball a high octane tune no doubt when we come back on y'all we will switch over from the hard court to the court of public opinion because it'll be time for hashtag hullabaloo that's ahead stay where you are Fresh powder. I'll get the skis. Ugh, I can't. Winter nasal congestion. Is it A, cold, B, sinus pressure, C, allergies? I'm not sure. For all of the above, the answer is D, Allegra D, a maximum strength decongestant plus a powerful non-drowsy antihistamine for 24 hours of relief. Feel better? (sighs) Yep. Feel like racing? (laughs) Hey, wait. This winter, the answer is Allegra D. Look for Allegra D at the pharmacy counter. Use as directed.
Y'all Show back with you now, and it's time for a little hashtag hullabaloo on this Friday. I'm John Raw. Good to have you back. And hashtag hullabaloo is where we go headfirst into social media, which is a scary proposition. You just don't know what you're going to find when you go looking. And that's why we encourage you on y'all and all y'all to reach out to us. Send us some good stuff. Our email address, y'all show at y'all.com. Y-A-L-L-S-H-O-W at Y-A-L-L dot com. Our website, y'all dot com. And our number, you can text or call anytime you feel like it. It's 803-816-1170. Making it so darn simple for you to be all about the South here on our region's favorite show. This is y'all. We start out hashtag hullabaloo from a hokey fan. Hokey, hokey. Randy Phillips is a father, husband, and a hokey. That would be Virginia Tech, in case you haven't followed college sports in the last 200 years. <laughs> and how about Randy's Twitter handle, Wise Hokey? Now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to educate some of you on Virginia. And there is a town called Wise. So, Randy, I don't know if your tweet is because you are from Wise, Virginia, which actually has a campus of the university of virginia there in the southwest corner of virginia it's uva wise is what it goes by so that's probably not necessarily a good thing for you mr hokey randy phillips but you could be having your twitter handle your twitter handle of wise hokey because you're a wise guy uh, maybe that's what uh, who we, we don't know randy but regardless thank you for your tweet okay and here we go with randy's tweet and a picture attached to it and the picture is kind of self-explanatory. His tweet says, didn't get a pick of the grilled food, but when I can drive with the windows down on the way home and see trees blooming, it's time to break out sweet tea in a jar. And that's what his picture is on Twitter. It's a delicious glass of tea in a mason jar, and it's got plenty of ice in it too. And in Virginia... Whether you're in Wise, Virginia, or anywhere else like Blacksburg, Virginia, go Hokies, this is perfect time. It's great. It's just perfection for you to boil out that tea in a jar and be proud. Yeah, you're seeing bloom, the trees bloom, the flowers bloom now just about everywhere, including in the Commonwealth of Virginia. So here's to you, Randy. I've got my cup right here. And let's have a nice sip of our tea from our, I don't have a mason jar, but it, it, it's going gonna, it's gonna to serve me just as good. And you get your nice mason jar full of sweet tea, and here we will sip together, Mr. Hokey fan. Sorry about your coach leaving to go to Texas A&M now. Here, uh, that would be the head coach of Virginia Tech's basketball, Buzz, moving on to Aggieland. We told y'all about that in our SEC spotlight yesterday. But here we go. Let's have a little sipping together. Y'all ready? <sighs> oh, yeah. Jennifer Weithman is on Twitter, and she is in Franklin, Tennessee. She works for Keller Williams Realty. And I love her Twitter handle. It's Tennessee. T-W-I-N-E-S-S-E-E. Now, that's darn creative there, Jennifer. And she puts on Twitter, pulled in to get gas ahead of showings and met some folks on the way to Columbia, that would be Columbia, Tennessee, for Mule Day, going to Columbia for Mule Day. And I had to look it up, and sure enough, 
This week, we have Mule Day in Murray County, Tennessee. That's two counties south of Davidson County, where Nashville is, right in the middle of Middle Tennessee. And she took this picture, and it, it reminds me that, yeah, that is one of our great festivities in the south. Mule Day, Columbia, Tennessee, world-renowned. Now, Mule Day is going on right now through Sunday. You can go to the website muleday.org and learn a whole lot more about this fun event in Columbia, Tennessee. And Jennifer's photo that she took while at the gas station on her way to Columbia, she, uh, well, wherever she was driving there in the Franklin, Franklin drop beside Columbia, Jennifer's picture shows a mule train or wagon. I don't know the exact terminology because I am no mule expert, but I am a jackass. <laughs> uh, her photo has the mules with the wagon and they've got a good old Confederate flag on that wagon. So that's a pretty darn Southern mule train heading to Columbia, Tennessee this weekend. Again, great stuff from Jennifer. And remember, it's Mule Day going on in Columbia, Tennessee through Sunday. I encourage you to get there as quick as you can, although I would not encourage you to get there if you're from at least a county away from Murray County. Don't try to get there on your mule. You might want to go a little faster, okay? But that's going on now. Check it out. We'll have to get there next year. A little bit too late for us to get to Columbia this year, but it's on the to-do list in 2020. Our next tweet comes from Southern Heathen. There's a big difference in that word, heathen. And if you change the TH and put a V to have it Southern Heaven. Now, nah, this is Southern Heathen is, is on Twitter at ML Rivers 214 and at Southern Heathen. This is their profile, a musician, a former radio DJ, a writer, and a heathen. They're also an outdoorsman and a history nut and a Saints fan and an ocean lover and a horror movie buff and a sci-fi buff too and a NOLA native. That would be New Orleans, Louisiana. Boy, Southern Heathen, you don't hold back on your profile on Twitter. I'll give you that. All right, here's what Southern Heathen, what they had when they were on the Twitter sphere earlier this day or this week. They write, uh, instead of starting my own Southern rock band, I just took one over. Kidding. I actually formed a side band with some fellow musicians around here for original versus the Coveters Gandhi Circle. Stone, uh, Stone's Throw is a working name, or could I just resurrect the undesirables? Okay. I'm a little confused on what you're trying to get at. This is some insider stuff for Southern heathen. But it got me to thinking that, yeah, if you're going to start a Southern rock band, that is a noble gesture. Now, I am a lover, and I bet you you are too, a lover of music. That's one of the great features of the Y'all Show. And here on this show, we try to give a little thumbs up on anything Southern, whether it be bluegrass or blues or Cajun music or jazz we need to do a little bit better on jazz we have a lot of country music we're okay with southern gospel music any of our southern formats that's kind of what we're trying to promote here on y'all okay and if we're not doing a good enough job harass me just just text us 803-816-1170 if there's somebody we need to know about that we need to talk about that's maybe not a country artist, a, a southern rock artist, a bluegrass artist, a southern gospel. Hey, we'll talk about it. We're okay with that. It's at Y'all Show on Twitter 
And again, our number, 803-816-1170. But I specifically want to call out Southern Heathen because I I personally am more of a country music person, but we do play Southern rock music on this song on this show, and we would play more of it. The, the sad part is there's really not a large amount of Southern rock classics, maybe 50 songs total. That's it. They're, they don't make Southern rock like they used to, and they didn't make it very much when they used to. So my advice to Southern Heathen is let's try to make, and I don't want to take anything away from country music, but darn it, a lot of country music, even Reba this week, she weighed in on how terrible some of the country music stuff is these days. They call it bro country, I think. Let's give Southern rock its proper respect in 2019. Let's make Southern rock great again. How about that on a ball cap? <laughs> Let's make Southern rock great again. Because it, it really, honestly, it didn't really get a fair shot back in the 70s. It might have been because of planes going down and killing members of Skinnerd. It could have been all the fact that disco got to be a huge thing. And then in the country format, you had Urban Cowboy, still some thunder. But Southern Rock, man, it's good stuff. And, and, and it's timeless. But who's to say that we can't make more Southern Rock music, more greats in Southern Rock? And maybe Southern Heathen, you, you just might be on something. And if you do, if Southern Heathen, you become the next big thing in music, all because you took our advice here on the Y'all Show, just at least do an interview with us. Would you, would you do me do me that? that? That would be good. But I do like the working name that you have for your possible Southern Rock group, Stone's Throw. Uh, that's a good name. I don't know if you've got that trademark, but you, you might want to. Next up. In hashtag hullabaloo comes a tweet from Jess McClure at yoga and birth at yoga and birth. And the profile for Jess says crunchy mom traveler and an NPR listener. Okay. Thank you. Now this is her tweet. She writes, I have three bunt. I got to make sure I say that right. Bunt with a T on it. I have three bunt pans and no loaf pan. Hashtag Southern. All right. This is where on y'all, we kind of switch into our education gear. And it's time for y'all to know about bunt pans. B-U-N-D-T. Now, if you're a baker or you make desserts, you're probably laughing you took us off. That John Rawl and that y'all show... How in the world could they sit here today and waste my time talking about bunt pans? Well, here we go. For all of you who don't know what a bunt pan is, this one's for you, kiddo. (laughs) First off, you got to know what a bunt cake is. And that, again, spelled B-U-N-D-T. A bunt cake is baked in a bunt pan, and it shapes it into a distinctive ring shape. The shape is inspired by a traditional European cake known as Kugelhupf, which sounds German to me. But bun cakes are not generally associated with any single recipe. The style of mold in North America was popularized in the 1950s and 60s after cookware manufacturer Nordic Ware trademarked the name Bunt and began producing Bunt pans from cast aluminum. And publicity from Pillsbury saw the cakes gain widespread popularity so 
that's a new one on me. Just because you have something cooked in a bunt pan doesn't mean it's that particular type of cake. I think most Southerners have had pound cake that's been cooked in a bunt pan. That's the reason that Jess McClure may have three of those darn things. But it's that, that kind of a, it almost looks kind of like a temple or a church, the way the darn, darn thing gets shaped when you make that cake. It's got a kind of a curve, an upward curve. It's pretty. It, it's real pretty. It's a darn pretty cake when you make something in a bunt pan. <laughs> but that's what a bunt cake is. That's what a bunt pan is. And how about that? You didn't think you'd learn about bunt cakes when you tuned into today's y'all show, did you? No, I don't think you did. But that's what we do here. We're an ambassador of Southern, all things Southern, Southern greatness. The trad is on Twitter at tradchad1. And here are the profiles that I just got to tell you about from trad because he's not holding back. He is hashtag Christian, hashtag traditionalist, hashtag Anglican, hashtag Anglo-Catholic, hashtag monarchist, hashtag proud Southerner, hashtag Confederate apologist, hashtag, uh, did I leave one out? Neo-reactionary, whatever the heck that is. The Trad Chad One on Twitter is the handle in case you want to learn more about the Trad. The Trad put on Twitter this week, just in case anyone was wondering, it's pronounced Mississippi. The extra S S I S is silent. And I may have butchered that. The extra S S I is silent. It's hard to explain how you spell Mississippi when you start using the word is in association with spelling out the word Mississippi. So again, here is how the trad wants us all to pronounce the 20th state in the country, also known as the Magnolia state, also known as the hospitality state. It's M I S S I P P I Mississippi. I think I said it right. See, and I should know I lived in Mississippi for a long time and my kinsman lives there right now my number one kinsman my number one i'm his number one fan i'm talking about my my boy and i give him grief all the time because i'm not a native of mississippi but i spent 16 years in the magnolia and hospitality state so i know a lot about mississippi and i can tell you the trad i don't know where you're from but uh, i didn't hear too many people going around saying Mississippi when they live when I lived there and I was there and I I was all over the state I was in the north and the south and in a little central Mississippi as well I even went to the delta a good bit I went to the hills oh uh, the pine belt if you know where that is love our Mississippi or should I say Mississippi <laughs> but uh, again you may be more Mississippi than I am and I'm an honorary Mississippian so if you think it the SSI in it is silent the extra SSI that is I may yield to you since you seem to be the czar of all things southern at least when it comes to Mississippi here on the y'all show but hey no matter how you say it we're just glad that the trad put that out there for all of us to learn about again our 20th state in the good old U.S. of A. Mississippi. <laughs> Kenzie Ann put something out on Twitter. Her handle is at Glam Reaper 23, G L A M Reaper 23. 
and she's a nanny and a scary feminist and a lover of sloths and a beto for america volunteer all right well kenzie ann here's what she put out this week that i thought was pretty pretty funny she writes my favorite southern tradition is probably the one where people flash their lights like maniacs to let you know there's a cop ahead truly nvps down here well that's a you know you're picking on us i think kenzie ann you you said it's your favorite southern tradition where we blink lights at the people coming in the opposite direction to let them know cops lurking in the distance it's a good tradition it's a smart tradition we're just trying to help each other out show a little southern geniality you know just just trying to keep you from going to jail maybe i think that's a that's a good thing kenzie ann and I wish more people would do it to me. Now, can I brag? I don't really want this show to be about me, but I am the host. And I really want to be not about me, but about y'all. But 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 if I can brag when it comes to cops and letting people know that there's a cop around the corner and why you should flash their lights. And I hope you're just like me. I hope most of you listening right now will say, heck yeah, John. I'm right there with you, buddy. I have never ever gotten a single point on my record for driving i have had one instance where i had to go to a court and i got community service and it never went on my record so i'm i'm bragging yeah and i don't go the exact speed limit i always go a couple miles more than the posted sign so i'm bragging but i hope most of you listening probably have the same kind of clean slate that i do now insurance companies want to charge you more if you have a little little problem speeding but i don't so kenzie ann maybe you've been the subject of a few officers delight of giving tickets and if so eh, maybe you earned it for being a beat for america volunteer come on kenzie you can do better than that but no if, if, if she thinks that's a good tradition of, of blinking lights then I second that here on the Y'all Show. Hey, how about some GIFs? Y'all ready for some fun stuff as we wrap up our Friday? Here's one that, again, I was just bragging about my son. If you are a parent, only parents know what I'm about to talk about. Because as a kid, for whatever reason, it just didn't bother you. But as you get older, something happens to the bottom of your feet and you become very, very sensitive to what I'm about to talk about. The GIF that I found has a cartoon illustration of a Lego, the child's toy Lego on it. And the message on this illustration says, I hope you step on a Lego. Nothing personal. (laughs) And unless you know what we're talking about here, as a parent, if you step on a Lego without a shoe on, it hurts. I mean, it's... It's a it's the kind of hurt you, you'd be better off getting knocked upside the head. It, it's a crazy pain that comes from stepping on a Lego. And again, this message says it's it, evidently you need to send this out to your enemies. I hope you step on a Lego. Nothing personal there, because that is a new kind of pain if you if you've ever experienced it. Another GIF. I love this one. You got to pay attention to what I'm about to tell you. It says I'm giving up alcohol for a month wait i got that wrong 
And I'm reading what it says here. So let me start it over. And when I do the weight, I got it wrong. That's part of this whole gif. It says, I'm giving up alcohol for a month. Wait, I got that wrong. I'm giving up, period, alcohol for a month. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, hopefully all of our dyslexic listeners and viewers and readers and whatever else you are, don't ever mix that up there. But that's pretty, pretty darn funny now on the y'all show and our final gif comes with a picture of robert downey jr in the background the actor who's had his own share of problems off the movie set and the text above robert downey jr's photo says okay let's clear this up miracle whip is not mayonnaise i would agree with that below robert downey jr's picture where the message on top says Miracle Whip is not mayonnaise. Down below it says, if you are eating anything besides Duke's mayonnaise, then you are clearly not fit to eat sandwiches. That a message, I guess, in support of Duke's mayonnaise, which is a wonderful, wonderful product out of Virginia originally. And I grew up with Duke's mayonnaise. A lot of people still have not had Duke's mayonnaise. It is incredible i don't know how healthy it is i know they actually offer a fat-free duke's mayonnaise that's got a light blue top but it's darn good and robert downey jr might even approve of duke's mayonnaise if given the chance out in hollyweird and that is hashtag hullabaloo on this friday hope you enjoyed it boy as we always do we just kind of go all over the place finding social media madness when we come back we will wrap up this week With our final segment, we'll look at movies, and we've got a look at NASCAR. Big news from the broadcast booth of NASCAR. We'll tell you what that is when we wrap it up after this break. Tying up the loose ends here. This is the Y'all Show in our final segment of this week. Thank y'all again for tuning us in. The fastest growing talk show about the South. We are Y'all Talk with a Southern Accent with John Rawl. The new movies hitting theaters this weekend. Zachary Levi, Mark Strong, and others star in Shazam. This is an action-adventure comedy out this weekend. If you're wanting a horror thriller film when you go to the theaters, check out this movie. It's called Pet Cemetery, and that's Pet S E M A T A R Y. Yikes! I don't think I'll be tuning that one in. Another movie that is out this weekend is The Best of Enemies, and it is about civil rights activist Ann Atwater as she faced off against C.P. Ellis an exalted cyclops of the Ku Klux Klan in 1971, Durham, North Carolina. So this is a movie right here in the South, and it stars Sam Rockwell, also Anne Hesch, and more. The Best of Enemies, a biography out in theaters this weekend. Also out is Claire uh, Dennis directed this movie. It's High Life with Robert Pattinson and Juliette Binoche and Mia Goth, all starring in 
high life. A father and his daughter struggle to survive in deep space where they live in isolation. Amazing Grace is out this weekend. This is a documentary presenting Aretha Franklin with a choir at the New New Bethel Baptist Church in Watts back in 1972. So that would be something out, I guess, in a limited form, but you might want to check it out that and those are some of your movies hitting theaters this april weekend now to sports and as i told y'all earlier this week i went to last week to the memphis express orlando apollo's alliance of american football game which ended up being the last weekend of that league that i was kind of high on i was i was excited about it if for no other reason it gave people a chance at their football dreams well let me tell you a story that i just found that it lists a couple of people who have a chance to go on to the NFL from the Alliance. And one of those, I just read where the Carolina Panthers have offered some kind of contract to Rashad Ross. He was a wide receiver for the Arizona Hotshots. So that is wonderful news for that young man. Also, a cornerback for the Apollos of Orlando, Keith Reeser. He has been given a chance by the Kansas City Chiefs now most of your NFL teams will be getting together in a few weeks after the draft and and these guys will have a chance to come in and and show their skills and perhaps move on but I hope some of these fellows end up going on to the NFL and and doing quite well in addition to those two some of the other names that might end up on an NFL roster soon Charles Johnson wide receiver for Orlando the quarterback for Orlando was Gary Gilbert remember he was the quarterback of the Carolina Panthers during their final game of the season at New Orleans helped lead the Panthers to a win over the Saints. So perhaps Gilbert will be back in the NFL. The Birmingham Iron had a cornerback, Jamar Summers, who deserves a look. Hey, how about speaking of the Iron, former Alabama running back Trent Richardson. He did a darn good job for Birmingham. He deserves a look. And that's just some of the names listed in this article on CBS Sports about Alliance of American football players who deserve some kind of look at the next label. And some actually are. Now, to the world of golf. Thanks again to Jason Nall for being on in Hour 1 with the Southern Golf Report. And Jason will be back on at least once, if not twice, in the coming days leading into next weekend's Masters Tournament at Augusta National in Augusta, GA. Excited about that. Now, before they head off to the back nine uh what do they call that uh amen corner yeah at augusta national hey this weekend good golf to be had it's the valero texas open seven and a half million dollar purse on the line in texas at this event so that's the pga tour event going on this weekend in nascar sad news if you're a lover of dw as daryl waltrip is going to step aside from his broadcasting career june 23rd the race at sonoma raceway in california will be his last broadcast obligation he's been working with fox sports for many many years and boogity 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 daryl waltrip's going to retire from the broadcast booth bringing a checkered flag to his broadcast career of course before getting in the booth he did a great job racing around the nascar tracks and still got his business in franklin tennessee he's got the car dealership and just one of our greats, uh, Kentucky native, but been in Tennessee a long time. DW, Darrell Waltrip, getting away from the broadcasting of NASCAR this summer. Where will the boys that go fast to turn left be this weekend? They'll be at Bristol. The Bristol Motor Speedway hosts this weekend's race. 
the race will be on sunday it's a two o'clock eastern one o'clock central start on fox sports one again nascar in bristol tennessee this weekend racing on the i think that's the shortest track in nascar but it has the most amount of fans if i'm not mistaken and i love the other year when tennessee and virginia tech they played that football game at bristol and it's just a, a beautiful setting there in east tennessee nascar and bristol this weekend and finally here as we go into the second full weekend of major league baseball we'll tell you about some of the lineups and who all is playing series in major league baseball this weekend from a southern perspective of course the royals will be in motown as they take on the detroit tigers in a weekend series the nats travel up north to new york where they take on the mets in a series the let's see st louis cardinals they will be hosting the san diego padres this weekend the tampa bay rays will be playing an interleague series against the san francisco giants out on the left coast this weekend the rangers also will be on the left coast they take on the los angeles angels of los angeles this weekend in major league baseball also from the south going on this weekend the baltimore orioles host their rival from the bronx as new york comes to baltimore for a series against the o's the houston astros have the oakland a's in the bayou city for a series this weekend atlanta has the new look miami marlins coming to the ballpark this weekend again our prayers go out to bobby cox the skipper of the atlanta braves as he apparently had a stroke this weekend this developing story we hope all the best for bobby cox who guided the braves to the world series title back in 1995 and a beloved fixture across the southeast and that is a look at what's on tap with your major league baseball schedule involving teams from dixie Well, thank y'all. We have concluded another day and another week of the All Southern Show. We cannot do it without you. And just can't wait to be right back here in the host chair on Monday when we come up with a whole new week of All Southern programming. And remember, next week, we've got a special guest, Antoine Seawright. is going to be on on Tuesday. And he is a Democratic political consultant and strategist. And he's on CBS all the time these days. And he's going to take a little time to come talk about y'all and the Democratic side of the 2020 presidential race. That's Tuesday. And then we've got a special outdoors feature with Cleve Marsh next week. Angie Box is going to be his guest. And they're going to talk about all kind of fun stuff that goes on in the state of tennessee so all that is coming your way next week plus masters talk oh we just can't wait but until then enjoy your weekend and we'll be right back here monday with an all new y'all from dixie with love is gonna get us out have a fantastic weekend
Oh, fresh powder. I'll get the skis. Ugh, I can't. Winter nasal congestion. Is it A, cold, B, sinus pressure, C, allergies? I'm not sure. For all of the above, the answer is D, Allegra D, a maximum strength decongestant plus a powerful non-drowsy antihistamine for 24 hours of relief. Feel better? <sighs> yep. Feel like racing? <laughs> hey, wait. This winter, the answer is Allegra D. Look for Allegra D at the pharmacy counter. Use as directed.